You're listening to the Optimal Performance Podcast. The OPP is brought to you by Natural Stacks, makers of 100% natural and open source supplements designed to help you live optimal. For more information on how to build optimal mental and physical performance into your life, go to naturalstacks.com. I know that the listeners of the Optimal Performance Podcast are movers, shakers, worker outers, optimal performers, and the supplements that you take every day help you live the sort of life that you want to live. And I'm curious how many of you take the natural protein product from Natural Stacks. If you're working out and you're trying to build lean muscle mass, try the natural protein. I've been taking whey proteins and creatines and stuff back into college and I was a college athlete playing soccer. And what I've found is that unlike the other proteins that you can take, this one does not make you feel flabby or gassy or bloated or sluggish like a lot of the other proteins do. The natural protein has 18 grams of grass-fed protein per serving. It's got whey in it, and it's got collagen and colostrum. That combination with the addition of the cacao makes it unlike any other protein that's out there. Because you're a listener of the OPP, if you use the promo code MAC15, MAC, as in Shawnee Mac, as in Sean McCormick, MAC15 will get you 15% off your first online purchase. So while you're there picking up some natural protein, also get some Siltep, there's such a massive array of products that we carry that will help you live the most optimal life that you can. As you probably already know, we like to do giveaways. This month, we're giving away a Halo Sport headset. It's a neurostimulator that allows you to accelerate movements and athletic strength and skills-based training. If you practice with this, yoga or grappling or CrossFit or whatever, if you're training for something, using the Halo Sport in your training regimen will activate your motor cortex and actually help you perform better. It's a $600 value and one of you guys is gonna win it for free. Click on the description and enter to win. And every time that you share the contest, you get entered to win again. One of you guys is gonna get one of these awesome Halo Sport headsets to use for your training. So please enter to win. We're happy to give this stuff to you and uh, continue living optimal. For this week's episode of the Optimal Performance Podcast, I sit down with Dr. Bob Grexonic. Bob Grexonic is I'd be willing to bet the most influential sports performance specialist that you've never heard of. This guy has worked with sports teams across the country and teams like the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals and the Milwaukee Bucks. He works with both individual athletes and sports teams to help them uh, operate at a higher level. He has some amazing stories that we get into about speeding people's recovery. Um, Specific NFL athletes that were supposed to be out for three to six months and have like a two week turnaround recovery period. The guy is amazing. Also in this episode, he walks me through an acupuncture session. I I actually get, uh, he calls them antenna. I get poked with, uh, with some acupuncture needles and actually sit through a session and during this podcast. He is a fascinating guy, and what what is most interesting about this is that he is a basically a modern master. He is a 
Western educated, but also Eastern educated specialist. And he knows more about the flow of energy in the body and the breath and the energy points. He also has a massive collection of stones. Um, he uses different stones in different ways to, to enhance energy. And he is just a really fascinating guy to listen to. When you listen to this podcast, keep an open mind and stay tuned in because there is a ton of information packed into this and also some techniques that you can use right away to help your to help you perform at a higher level, one of which is a breathing technique that he does five times a day. So I think you guys are going to really dig this episode. Please enjoy. You're listening to the Optimal Performance Podcast, and I'm your host, Sean McCormick. It's the OPP. I'm a performance coach, a wellness entrepreneur, a blogger, a speaker, a biohacker, and it's my privilege to bring to you the leading experts in the field of performance. So let's dig right in. Dr. Bob, you do so many different things. I mean, your your specialties is include acupuncture, energy, uh, the mineral kingdom, herbs, elixirs. We're drinking right now an elixir of what's what's in this thing? Uh, Mirinda and Eucomia with some pure cacao. I always say cacao wrong. I go cacao, cacao, <laughs> some cacao in there. That was uh, kind of blended up in my own specialty. Right. So this gives this. I ask this the, every every guest the same question, which is. What have you eaten and, and or what supplements, herbs, like what have you put in your body today? It's now quarter to 11 on a Thursday in rainy Bellevue, Washington. What have you had? What's inside your body? Good question. So last, so I still hoop at a high level. Just note that I'm X amount of years old. So I hoop in a very competitive game last night. So that started last night for me, okay? So after the game, I had an elixir I made for myself, but it's a regeneration elixir. So it Kind of cleans out inflammation, but also nurtures my system. And today, all I had was bone broth with herbs. That's my go-to after I hoop. So you wake up in the morning, and and your bone broth is already ready. Like, what's in the bone broth? So it's, so Chinese herbs and a cow-based, beef-based bone broth. What, what kind of herbs? All kinds, man. That's like ancient Chinese secrets, man. Sure, right. Um, so again, <laughs> regeneration one. So it's like there's certain herbs that... Again, a lot of people will know these herbs, but there's like you get into the herbal awareness or herbal kingdom, there's all kinds of things. So, certain herbs that one always want to take things that are going to help my gut function better, right? So that I can assimilate. It's not what I eat, I'm actually assimilating what I'm actually eating. So, after you play basketball and say my game's over at like 10 o'clock at night, it's a men's league. Guys used to play Division One basketball, it's pretty competitive. A few fights broke out, people are kind of kind of like fired up. So, you want to have things that one going to clear out that adrenaline maybe if you're pumping that yeah but also from the chinese perspective that adrenaline will affect your digestion you won't get the fire to your digestion it goes somewhere else so we want to bring that back all the time got it and i also move every day in a certain way when i wake up and before i even get out of bed i do a five minute breathing exercise so i feel all my energy channels open up and the bottom of my feet expand simple as that. i'll just show you then I'll, I'll explain it to the people listening yeah Two breaths down in my feet. I've been doing it for 20 years. Just hold your right nostril, uh-huh. close, close your mouth, creates a pump, and you'll feel it go through your body. 
if you're good at it, five minutes, five times a day, do it before you go to bed. When you wake up three times throughout the day, you'll actually feel your feet open up. Right. Question is why your feet, biggest pores in your body and your feet, when people take off their socks, they go, oh, my feet feel so much better. Right, right. I think if you can breathe that way already, you're breathing into your system. Right. Man, we. The, the, I'm so excited to actually sit down and, and I've, you've given me just a quick tour of your office and I've been here before, but... For for those of you who are just listening, um, Doctor Bob Grexonic is uh, Bob. You work with athletes from you work with sports teams all over the country, all over the world. You're you, you play high level basketball, and you have for you know years and years. Um, and guys go to you. It seems like. And I know a couple of them, and, and one for an example is Steve Hauschka, who was on the uh, who was on the OPP a couple of weeks ago, and he believes in you so much. And, and great he, guy, great guy, awesome dude. You know, he floated with me. He he's the reason why he's so good and he's so consistent is because he's open to to his own energy and also to practices that are that are not like mainstream. Can you tell us a little bit about as much as you can? Who have you worked with? And and if if you can describe some of the work that you do, and I know that every case is different, but who have you worked with and 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 how? Yeah, so I'll work with little babies that are born in a day. Best case was a little baby was born with severe pneumonia. Treated that baby was like ten years ago. One treatment, the baby was normal. So the whole spectrum. I also studied with people in Britain and England, pediatric acupuncture. So that's also kind of in my forte. But I always look at people from a point of view of like, okay, where are they at? Where are we going? Sports-wise, everyone thinks I'm a sports guy, but everybody's an energy human being. Right. Everybody is like a sports person. It's how you kind of coach them into that awareness of, or that paradigm of like, wow, if I'm more aware of my energy, everything functions better. But people always think about their physical energy, not think about their emotional energy. Stephen Hoshke, why he's so good? He's emotionally shooting bullseyes. He's emotionally tuned in. As a kicker, you got to have like this like tunnel vision, man. Yeah. All you see are the bars and the referee's hands go up. Again and again. Deep guy. Uh, first got started working with sports teams in like 1996 in the state of Washington. I was playing basketball. One of the guys I was playing basketball, he goes, goes man, he goes, I haven't seen you around here. Where are you from? I, said, I, was, I was joking back in the day. I said, well, I'm from Earth, man. He goes, oh, what are those guys? I was, no, I'm just joking. I'm just messing with you. So he was a coach at Rainier Beach High School. Very predominant uh, basketball team in Seattle. And he goes, hey, why don't you come down? we got a few guys that are beat up, man. And he's like, okay, man. I told him what I did, and he's like, okay, come down there. So I go down there, and there's like this guy named Jamal Crawford. And these, these other guys, I do my thing, and they're just like, we never saw this stuff before. So when I first started, I studied when I was in school all the acupuncture points from a perspective of how do they affect sports performance in some way. But that performance is also emotional stuff. So I study all these points. I do it on myself. I say I play a game. I was like 18 for 20. I was just like, wow. I was in my own flow state. So I worked with Rainier Beach, and they won a state championship. And then George Kyle heard of me. He ran like an AU program. And he's like, hey, I heard these things. Like, heard these things. Like, what is this guy doing? So he had a group of, uh, it was called Friends of Hoop back then. George Kyle ran it. He had, like, I don't know, say 50 kids. I was in charge of all these kids. So one of their games down in San Diego, I had 50 kids lined up. Needle, 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 needle. Best things I ever did because I actually felt the whole wave of all their teams mesh together. They played yeah. a great tournament. So now after that, then he calls me up and he goes, "Hey, coach Milwaukee, I might bring you out." I'm like, "Okay, he goes, just be prepared." The Bucks, Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. So I get a call. 
hey, Sam Cassell's been hurt, man. He's got a bad ankle. No one's been able to fix him for a month. I'm going to give you three days to fix Sam. <laughs> so I go out there. I'm like, okay, George. So I go out there. One day he's playing. He's like, they, go, they used to call me Needles. Like, Needles? What, what is this stuff doing, man? I'm like, hey, just note that it works. So then I say, who on your team isn't performing well? Like, who's underperforming? He goes, well, Glenn Robinson's kind of in a little bit of a slump now. I said, well, George, give me a few days with Glenn. And he's, he goes, what for? Help his performance. He goes, what do you mean you're going to help his performance? Come on, man. It's like you just deal with injuries. I said, no, George, let me see what I can do. So I treat him three times. He goes out and he has like, I think it was 42 points, 26 rebounds. He does this for like two or three consecutive games. Hmm. George is like, can you do this every night? I said, well, George, it's not always what I'm doing, but how about if I treat your team? He goes, what do you mean treat my team? I said, this thing called swarm theory. It's like, you look at nature, it's like one fish moves in the water, they all move. One right. bird moves, they all move. I said, I had this concept, working with the Friends of Hoop Kids, and we treated them all that, became like one, one big family linked up. It was okay, man. So I treated them, I'll never forget, they played the Indiana Pacers. End of the first quarter, the score was something like 42 to 6. George was like, what is going on here? They were just flowing, man. It was beautiful. It was like an orchestra conduction. They were just going at it. So I worked with the Bucks for about three or four years, just note, Certain sports teams, energy levels kind of get a little funky. People want to get money. There's a lot of ego there. So I said, okay, I'm done with this. So then I had children. I said, I'm not going to work with another sports team until my kids are grown up. But in the meantime, I worked with Olympic sprinters. Say a guy ran on 10.1500 meters, five treatments, 988. Unbelievable. People are just like, what's, what's going on? A kid at UW used to run there. He was like a 46 flat 400 meter runner. Again, five treatments, like a 44.4. Qualified for Olympic trials, did very, very well. Uh, along the way, back in the Seahawk days with like uh, Walter Jones, I treat all these guys. But they'd always think it was always for an injury, but all of a sudden they're kind of like, man, I just seem like I'm playing better. Like, why am I playing better? I'd always be like, because you're flowing, man. You have more space in your body. Hmm. So then I worked with Milwaukee Bucks, and I worked with Cincinnati Bengals, a bunch of teammates. I worked with them for a whole year. They were projected to be 0-16. Ended up nine and seven made the playoffs. So then it's just been a odyssey of just people calling me. I never call them. Like if I call up somebody, call them. They're just like, "Who are you?" People just call me. I'm like, "Okay, if you're kind of in tune to this, we can kind of talk." That that's one thing that 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 is interesting is that you you're kind of hard to find online. I mean, you know that, but you're not out self promoting. You're not out doing book tours. I mean, I know that you do um, seminars and workshops and stuff like that, but it's it's really by word of mouth and the proof is in the performance for you because that's how you get connected with all these guys. And, and I know who you're working with now, local teams and teams on the other coast. Um, but it's it's a it's a it's a result of how you do what you do. It's effectiveness. Yeah, so I'm not a marketer. Right. I'm not, like I said, calling people up, hey, I'm gonna do this or that. It has to be the right link and it's always people call me. But I'm not as you're in here, you kinda notice like I'm kinda having fun with what I'm doing, so I'm not like worried I gotta go sell books or do this or that. It's more like one to one connections to kind of assist people. Yeah. Not like I gotta go do this or that. It's a different mindset but also a different awareness of i'm having great fun for what i do this is you're like in a a cavern a hibernation chamber here whatever you want to call this in that it's hard to fathom unless you're in here you can talk about it, you'd be like it's like 
you know, people, it's like a museum you have here. It is like a museum. I mean, like we're sitting, we're sitting here, and there are there are Chinese tapestries. There's there's nebulas. There's there's pictures. There you have a whole wall that's 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 devoted to a whiteboard that has all these you know Bruce Lee quotes and and obelisks. Uh, that looks like uh, uh, drag. Uh, what's it? Uh, Wizardite or Dragonite or what's that one called? It's close. Yes. <laughs> uh, and you, as soon as I came in to your clinic today, um, and for you know mainstream accessibility, you do acupuncture. You know that's that people can wrap their brain around that because they know what that is. But it's obviously so much more. You know, petrified chambered nautiluses. And I sat on on a couple of different petrified stumps, um, apparently from Madagascar. So this place has its own feeling, has its own energetic signature. Also, there's sports. There's sports memorabilia from the from the athletes that you've worked with. You have what looks like sixty different pairs of basketball shoes out in the entryway. Well, the shoes is an interesting story. I've always been interested in shoes, but I've come to the awareness that shoes are very grounding, so it keeps me grounded. <laughs> but actually, actually, the shoes, real quick, are a link into athletes. They'll give me shoes. I'm a bigger guy, so I'll get shoes. But it's also a icebreaker or kind of like cracking bread when you go, "Hey, cool shoes, man! I just like shoes. Yeah, you like yourself. You got a nice pair on yeah, yourself. Yeah, me too." I think I think that the especially this audience and 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 our listeners and and myself included obviously I own float centers and so I'm interested in alternative therapies I'm interested in what works I'm interested in non-conventional modes of um, improving performance and you have you are like the epitome of the non-conventional uh, performance specialist and. I would love to hear as much. The other thing too is I know that there's a there's a there's a large aspect of um, secrecy because the knowledge that you have about internal alchemy and herbs and this delicious elixir and the knowledge of the stones is sort of protected. It's protected at a certain level, but it's also that if you're aware of that, you're more tuned into that. So I just can't say, hey, take this, take this, do that. Poof, it doesn't work that way. You have to go through a process. We have. So everyone that I see, I always kind of see their perfection. That's what I start out with. So people come in and say an issue. I don't care about your issue. I'm already seeing where we're going with it. I'm not, we're not going to keep you there. But for a lot of people, it's, oh, my physical body. I'm also curious about your consciousness. What's your relationship to yourself? How do you nurture yourself? Do you nurture yourself? What are you talking about? I'm too busy. I got to go. No, we want to slow. When you're here, time slows down, like dramatically. So when that occurs, people kind of go, Whoa, there's a little different realm here. No, it's just a realm that anyone can have. We just have to understand that you can do some breathing, slow yourself down. Like I told you before, it's like people come in and I say, hey, you know, you're very stressed out. I, I look around the room and go, well, where's your stress? I don't see your stress. And people always look at me like, what do you mean? I said, your stress is a perception of something you've created as a reactionary state. Why be reactionary? If you can get over the sense of being reactionary, know your patterns. Life changes dramatically. And then you look at sports. What do you like about sports performance? Oh, the guy had an ultimate performance, man. He was in his zone. Right. So I, I live in my zone. I live in a zone. So you're in a zone right now. Does it feel like a zone? Absolutely it does. So it takes you in and you, know, you, you were on a stone or something. You kind of felt some things going on. I'm going like, you're being nurtured. This is a very nurturing environment. And, and the work that you do, I mean, because you can't have the Buffalo Bills come into the clinic, you have to go to them. 
Um, <clears throat> can you describe some of the stuff that you're doing with with both individuals and the team as a whole and the environment? Yeah, so when I go to the environment, I will, uh, you know, have certain essential oils. I might spread around the environment, do a little incense to create a different sensation for them so they're, one, maybe more relaxed, more nurtured, more home-like. Quote again, they're not stressed. Oh, you know, we got a big game. Everybody gets kind of geeked up. No, we don't want to get geeked up. We want to say that for Sunday or Saturday, whatever your game might be, so that you're you're kind of like being nurtured in this environment. So when I work with people, everyone's unique. I could do 10,000 different things on 10,000 different people. It just depends. One, I always listen. I always do a very thorough history of what they have going on. Extremely thorough. So I take nothing for granted. Talk to me about what your condition might be, where you're from. It's almost like I'm interviewing people. Very, very thorough. And then I do checks and balances. Like I can do certain muscle testing on people find things that people are like, I didn't know that. I'm like, well, it's not that you didn't find it. It's almost like, I like Ohm's law. It's a physics term, like resistance in systems. If you find some resistance, get rid of the resistance, all of a sudden people are like, man, I just function so, I just feel so much faster. I'm so much lighter. It's like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. So I have different modalities to kind of access people's potential, access their kind of ability to perform better, but also to be more relaxed. Yeah. And then my big thing is like, how do you regenerate yourself? Why aren't you always in a regeneration or higher level of consciousness or awareness? So, you know, all those herbs I showed you, all those have components to kind of help my body be nurtured. Right. I eat one meal a day. You ask me, I eat one meal a day. I'm not counting the bone broth. That's just kind of a, a supplement. That's a liquid. I'll right. eat one meal and, you know, I'm X amount of years old. I'm not bad for the way I look, right? Yeah. I'm yeah. out there hooping, and people are kind of like, man, you look like you're whatever. Always, people always think I'm 20 years younger than what I am. Yeah. I go, well, that's my chronological age, not my biological age. Right. So I don't like in our society, people say, oh, you know, that's not, not bad for, for your age, or that's how you should be. And I'm like, no. That's a belief system someone has taken on, and I always look at people how they move. Mm -hmm. So they don't even know. When people come to see me, I'm seeing, I'm seeing how they're moving, where they hold tension, maybe. And that just tells me things energetically that can then assessing them and kind of clear up. When we walked into your lab, into the kitchen, um, you had bags and labels and canisters of all sorts of different herbs. And for our listeners who take these supplements, who take natural stack supplements, they understand why, you know, why artichoke, Extract is important. You know, that's one of the main ingredients in Siltep, which is our cognitive and, you know, the flagship cognitive enhancer. But I was also, because you and I haven't really talked about natural stacks ever. And then when I told you I was hosting the podcast, you're like, oh, yeah, I like their products. And I was like, yeah. And, and you and you said uh, it was the protein. It was the natural protein. And I was like, oh, you use it. And then when we went in there, I saw, uh, I saw the biocreatine. And then I saw two others and I took a picture of them. But what what is it about the natural stack supplements that you dig? Like, so for the protein supplement that has the cacao, I use that. So I also do a, an interesting form of weight. I only lift weights once a week. I do um, high intensity training called do you, HIT. Okay, because okay. you and I talked a little bit about the body by science, the ideal exercise. Yeah, that's it, HIT. So it's also, that yeah. is called HIT, high intensity training. I've been going there for, again, my sense of time, I don't know how long I've been going there, three or four years. and. And doing that with some of your products, particularly that protein product, I would say, I go, so 
when I go lift that day, I'll take that product pre and post, and I've gained 20 pounds of muscle mass in three years. Body fat went from like 14% to 10% by doing high-intensity training in your one product. Once a week. You Once a week. I mean, you, you, you play basketball how many times a week? Once or twice. Once or twice, and then one like gym lifting session, high-intensity training. For 15 minutes. For 15 minutes. That's it. And that's the body by science, right? Yes. And you and I have talked about that before. One of the one of the other co-founders of the company is a big fan of of its ideal exercise or body by science, which is basically like super heavy, super slow, really hard, makes you sore for like a day or two afterward because it's, you're lifting so hard. So you take the you take the natural protein before and after. Yes, with a few herbs I mix in there also. Right. However, when I first went to the train, I'm always kind of like, okay, why am I even being here. So quick story. So a woman I treat had torn her ACL. She was 62 years old at the time. And I said, well, you're 62. Well, how'd you hurt yourself? Right. And she goes, well, <laughs> I can usually do like three runs a day, but I did five. And I'm like, how do you go from three to five runs? She goes, well, I do this weird training that everyone says is kind of weird. And I go, well, what's it called? She goes, well, it's this hit ideal exercise training. I go there once a week and people make fun of me. And I'm kind of going like, okay. So I can usually help people, people heal from their ACL injuries, if I treat them before they have their surgery, get rid of some inflammation, they'll heal in half the time. Huh. So I said, hey, why don't you come in a few times? This woman comes in, see her twice, and I see her like a month later, and I'm like, I'm like, wow, you're moving really good. She goes, yeah, I had my surgery. True story, she was like 95% healed after her surgery, my treatments in her, her ideal exercise. And I'm going like, why is that? So I started to study ideal exercise. Bottom line is it enhances your human growth hormone. Got it. So this woman, she was 62, she's actually a physician. She lost, she actually went down two dress sizes and she was buffed, man, for 60. I was like, what? I'm going like, what? what's going on? <laughs> so I go to this place, I'm kind of like a detective. I always kind of go into places like, I don't believe anything. So people might tell me stuff, I have to experience it myself to actually kind of like take it in. So I go in there, I'm kind of looking at people going like, and when you go in there, it's just one person at a time, so it's boom, boom, boom. No one's sitting around, you're just in there doing your thing. So I'm looking around, some of the people are coming in now, I'm like interviewing people. I'm kind of like this this woman, like, how long have you been going here? 20 years. I'm thinking to myself, okay, this lady's like you know, 55. I said, what's your age? She goes, I'm 75. I'm going like, what? And my first time I went there, I get out and I'm, I'm driving my car going like, man, I think my car has a problem. I'm like, man, it's feeling weird. And all of a sudden I go, no, it's me. <laughs> Never forget that, man. Never forget that. It was like I was Gumby. Really? Uh, I was like, wow. So I keep going there, and all of a sudden, you know, I'm hooping against people, and they're going like, dude, it's like you're becoming like a, a savage. And I'm going like, okay. So I used to wear a, an XL shirt. Now I'm a double X. I think I'm going to have to be a triple X. My body just keeps getting bigger. And you can look at me. I'm not holding any fat, man. It's just poof. So I've always had traditionally strong legs, so I can, with some of their stuff, I'm squatting like you know, 650 pounds. With, what? Yeah. <laughs> I, I get in there, man. It's just, but part of that whole process. So what's great about that form of training? It has a a breathing piston-like effect. That if you get into it, man, you will you will be able to lift that weight and not get tired until you're completely done. Right. But it's very focused. So it's like intense focus. Boom, boom, boom. And a natural stack product for me, that product in particular, man, tunes me in, helps me out, man. Well, and for somebody like you who's discerning about what you put in your body, 
you're aware of the energy, you're aware of the ingredients and stuff, you know, obviously you pay close attention to herbal concoctions and elixirs and so forth. I don't know. It's a, it's cool because as it's a testament, it's a testament to, to the natural stacks products. Cause you know what's in there and they tell you what's in there and there's no proprietary blend. So it's like, yeah, it's good. I just wanted to tell you that I also test everything that is in here. So I said with a man in Egypt, he created something called biogeometry. So I don't believe anything like, you no, know, I'm sure you might have saw the studies a few years ago, like I don't know, New York Times or Consumer Reports started looking at nutritional products like, you know, Walmart and other places. And they found that in those components, 45% of what they said was not even in those things. Yeah. Because of fillers and people trying to cheat people and make money. So it's a huge unregulated industry. And if you can have quality control, way in front of the game, man. Right. Yeah. Well, every batch of every product that Natural Stacks does is tested and posted so every every batch of curcumin that you get you can you can actually see the test results where they say exactly what's in it etc etc and it's i think it's the way it should be no it's the way it should be it should be high quality control yeah do what what and everybody's different and i know you're going to try to wiggle out of this question but what what three just give us three (laughs) nutrients that everybody should be taking Three nutrients, okay. Uh, I'd go with magnesium. Yeah. Uh, reason being, all these studies say about magnesium, it helps your brain function, relaxes you. But for me in particular, though, magnesium is a very interesting mineral. Most magnesium in your body is actually not in the cells, it's in the fascial plane. So people take things, they think it's in the fascial plane. So I always like to use a term with people. I always want to know how your bounce is in your step. You have a little pop. I don't care. How old you think you are? I know that old quote by Satchel Page. How old would you be if you know how old you were? I ask people that all the time. There's a difference. You could have a mental age of how you think you are and an actual body age of how you move. Right. Magnesium oil, when applied to your feet, will create elasticity in your body. Huh. You'll feel a bounce. So I apply that also every day. Uh, I also like essential fatty acids. Yeah. Your brain is 80% fat. Fat's gotten a bad rap. Look at some of the studies about how it kind of came out. You know, like cholesterol's bad. Right. It's really not. Right. And in the early 1900s, there was a 1% incidence of cholesterol in our country. The average cholesterol was 300. So I'm not a like, hey, go get a test. You know, my cholesterol's whatever. I'm curious about, okay, you have a test done. It's going to give us a plot where you are, but how do you feel? Right. We can do our checks, Western checks. Definitely need those. We want to go overboard by taking different medications. Right. Uh, and then I would go with... That's a good question, man. I'm not weaseling out anyway. No, you did good. I gave you two. <laughs> there's two. Third one, it's hard. There's a lot to choose from, man. Right. Uh, I would go with uh, cacao. Cacao. Pure, really? Pure chocolate. Yeah, because I think it has a... Uh, so I'm a historian also. So that's like the research stuff. So the ancient Mayans used to call... Cacao, heart blood. They huh. literally, before they went to war, they would drink the good cacao, cacao, break it down, and then drink it. And what they said was that it made their heart relax. They can then focus on what they needed to do. Hmm. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, it's it's clearly a, a master plant, you know, because uh, there's a reason why. I mean, it's got polyphenols, and people are addicted to it, and they love it, and they use it. You know, it's used 
you know, the chocolate that you see in a Hershey's bar is not actual chocolate. You know, it's plastic, basically. Yeah, so I'm talking about high-level stuff. So for me, also, uh, just to talk about this concept real quick, the way I was trained is that, or the way that things are actually in Oriental Medicine is that things have different energetic natures. Things can be hot, cold, warm, neutral. They can be phlegm-producing or not. And then plants and herbs have their own different distinction of, like, how they flow in your channels. So they can flow in, say, the heart meridian, lung meridian, things like that. So research with cacao says that it affects a nerve in your, I believe it's like either T4 or T5, that actually causes your heart to relax. Huh. So for me, if we can get your hearts to relax, the real you shows up. Yeah. We're not living on some treadmill, kind of just going through life, going, wait, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. I'm, re- I'm reactionary. The cacao makes you present. Also, that cacao... And that's in your your one protein, right? Right. Yep. It also makes everything. It, it's a it helps things be delivered a lot better in the whole body. It affects the it affects the the, the whole system. Well, the heck, it affects whatever else you take will be delivered much more efficiently, right? And properly. Okay, so we've got magnesium, essential, essential fatty acids, and cacao. Yes, that's fantastic. I, I was not. Uh, I was not. I don't know what I was expecting, but I, w- I don't know that I was expecting those those three. Well, you asked me tomorrow, they might be different. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly, right. So let's talk a little bit about um, about acupuncture, because we. I mean, for those of you listening, and you're already getting a sense of this, like Bob could go all day, all night, and your depth of awareness, your depth of study, and depth of knowledge, you know, traveling to Egypt to work with a guy, going to China to work with a guy, you know, traveling the world to work with these masters. I know that you wouldn't, maybe you wouldn't call yourself a master, but I, I really do see you as... I'm, I'm humble pie, man. Yeah. I'm humble pie. I, I, you're, you're, a, you're a humble master, and especially for um, the Western world, which is looking for... I think that there's a trend going back towards sort of traditional medicine and because people are getting so messed up by pharmaceuticals that I think people are looking to herbs and looking to for essential oils and the mineral kingdom to help them perform optimally. But also look, though, what people are looking for, there aren't magic bullets, man. People have to understand you are the magic bullet. How do you take care of yourself to then reap the rewards of yourself versus looking for not good or bad, I say it's something that's been marketed a certain way. Like, look at all the commercials now we have on TV for medications. It's like, wow, but also note those medications. Side effects might include, blah, 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 blah. And you hear all these side effects, and you're kind of like, why would I take this? Right. And then, in a bad way, with our senior population, we give them so many medications, we have no idea what we're actually compounding into them. Right. So I don't like that. I right. like that in most other cultures, you see your older people being like, vehicles of wisdom they're they're cared for in our society put them in a home let's get them out of there and i have a big thing about people looking good but inside not being good so i want to be good inside first then i can be better outside we have it backwards right and where did where does that where does that being good on the inside come from loving yourself why wouldn't you always love yourself when we talk about the concept of like stress, people want to tell me, oh, I gotta love myself. What are you about? I'm like, no, no, no. Your internal talk should not be that way. Why do we have that dialogue? Look at our society, how we, we in school, I have to achieve, you know, 100%, 100%. But in the real world, it doesn't work that way. 
if I'm in a simulation, if I can simulate some activities with mental imagery, I'm already in different situations. I can be freer. But we put all this pressure on certain things, and I'm always kind of like, who's pressure? Who said so? I'm not saying that in a bad way. You do have to have academic standards and doing things, but we we put so much like tension, and we give so much energy to that. It's kind of like, wow. So I really got into the concept a number of years ago. So my grandfather played for the Cleveland Browns. My uncle was an All-American hurdler. I was a very good basketball player, played college basketball. And I was always curious about when I had peak, peak experiences, why couldn't I always be in a peak? So when I went to college, I had a great, great advisor. Blessings, Dr. Morris passed away a number of years ago. Awesome human being, man. I might even cry. That guy's awesome. So we offered a class called uh, What is Time? I'm like, that's a pretty cool class, man. So I'm like in this class, and we start talking about this guy named Maslow, and I'm going... Man, Maslow was a cool cat, man. This guy's like doing some stuff. So I started looking at Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And I'm going like, okay, you need to have these basic things. So I'm going, okay, check, 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 check. Then I hear peak experiences, self-actualization. I go, that's the same as a concept of sports being in your zone. Right. Then I said to myself, why can't we live in that zone if, big if here, we have our bottom foundations taken care of? So let's look at that. Some of the bottom foundations. Home, life, sex, food, whatever. If we live in a fast food society, we're not going to be in our peak experience. Why? Go So look at, look at TV. I don't even watch much TV. I watch sports. Maybe I'll watch like PBS. I do a lot of YouTubing. I'll watch just different things, listen to music as I'm studying or doing whatever I'm doing. And if I can free myself from quote, pressures, I can then be in a peak experience. Everyone's had a peak. So tell me one of your peak experiences, man. Maybe you've had many, but give me a, give me some characteristics of your peak experiences. Maybe yeah. you're living it right now. Maybe we're having one right now together. It's, I mean, honestly, I'm, 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 I'm either approaching a peak experience or, or I'm, I'm in it right now. I mean. And real quick, the elixir will enhance that in you to create that peak. Yeah. And note, the elixir though, it's non like, I don't want to say this in a nice way to people. You don't want to be all, fire, let's go. It's more like you're like, poof. You, you've you changed your consciousness where you're calm, cool, and collective, and you're in your flow, right. not the flow. Everybody has their unique flow pattern. So right. it's like, what is your, like, what are some of your, like, intakes of, like, when you're there? It's like, oh, I feel that. I'll give an example. Like, when I'm tuned in, man, my feet and my shoes will feel smaller. I will use my left hand more. My voice will change. Those are some of my indicators. Everybody has indicators, but I have to slow down to hear them. Hmm. I'm like, what's going on? What, What, man? What are you talking about? Say, slow down, man. I'm in a hurry. We've got to go. No, it's not like that. It's like, whoa. Yeah, for for me, I I get a little bit of a ringing in my ears. Like before I do a presentation, like I do public speaking, Mm -hmm. I get like a little like... That's your tune-in, man. Right. I mean, talk about tune-in. I call it like... I always talk about like there's dial-up and there's Wi-Fi. We currently live in a Wi-Fi society where we have that potential to always be tuned in to us. Mm-hmm. Not like we're plugged into the like the matrix. Right. We're in. Right. So once you're in, you got to stay in. I always talk about that term in. You're in to win. You're in. I call it your inner G, your inner mm-hmm. energy, your inner greatness, whatever you want to call it. Like, But you're in your flow. Right. And, and, and that's different everybody for everybody right yes. and and you may be okay on eight hours of sleep you may be okay on six and a half you may need ten 
you may need uh, to skip breakfast. You know, you and I both. Uh, I eat. I eat basically two meals a day. I break my fast at two o'clock, and then I eat again. You know, I've been I've been basically doing like eighty twenty keto yeah. uh, ketosis eating, and so lots of fermented foods. But I know when my body and my brain and my spirit are all kind of in tune, and 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 when it's time to perform, host a podcast do a speaking engagement, you know, uh, as a life coach, coaching someone and feeling like I, everything, everything just sort of comes aligned. And I just have this calm confidence and focus. You're like an orchestra. If you're the conductor, if you're an orchestra, our winds are playing a certain way. We've got our percussions. Yeah. Are you kind of in that flow, but you have to feel your flow. And for me, I also mentor a lot of youth, say sports people about, Hey, how can you relax and play better? Not, I gotta get fired up. Right. Let's go, let's go. I'm more curious about, okay, here's a deep one for you. I believe I have not pumped adrenaline in about 12 years that I'm consciously aware of. <laughs> so if I'm closest, I tend to flow in my vehicle, let's just say that. If I'm flowing around and someone puts their brakes on the front, I'll, I'll breathe the adrenaline away. I'll stop it. But if you can get through that, you become a, a more in tuned human being versus a human doer and energy will then give you more to be with not mm -hmm. use more so i treat a lot of people they'll be like man i feel so good i'm gonna do all this stuff no 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 take the energy and let it nurture you it's like if we're nurturing plants we got to get down to the roots right our society likes to look at the flower and go oh, it's not a beautiful flower we don't care about the roots we cut the roots off yeah it's no like you got to be rooted and then how are you nurturing yourself to keep your flow going and i also like what you said like you have these indicators know when you're tuned in but here's my question why would you ever be tuned out yeah you get tuned out what happened bad food an argument um a crisis that i didn't respond to okay uh, optimally that, that too shall pass yeah exactly so the question then is how can you get into your breathing patterns to then make yourself be nurtured by your own breath i think the latin word for breathing is spirit right so breathe in some new spirit get rid of the old stuff yeah Flow state is not a thing for the same thing for everybody. It's not like a state of consciousness. It's not like a state of being that's over, uh, that sort of reaches everything and is the same for everybody. So the question is, how can our listeners, how can you or I or anybody that's hearing this, what's one or, or two things, where should they start with developing their own ability to find and create that state for themselves? Good question. So I'm going to ask you a, a few questions here, okay? And it's sequential that what I'll ask you actually will give us the answer. So how long can you live if you don't have food? What is it? Well, the, there's the... Well, yeah. The... Nor normal, do you? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Is it a, a week or... What, whatever. We don't... Okay, just note a week. Okay. Two, yeah. How long can you live without water? Yeah, shorter time. A couple of days. Okay. How about your breath? couple of minutes. Okay, what's the most important? Breath. So part of your brain, the medulla oblongata, deals with your breathing, your heart rate, and your circulation. And if you can control or become more aware of your breathing, you will be in a flow state. Huh. However, sure. if you give your breath away, or get into a, what most people are called upper thoracic breathers, only breathing with half their lung capacity, right? or in a state of We'll call it stress on their diaphragm or their system. You don't know what flow is because you're always in a reactionary adrenaline state. So, what do we know when we see basketball players do foul shots? What do they do? 
Oh, you, yeah, you see them. They go through their routine, right? You know, bounce, bounce, bounce. Big deep breath in. You know, ball rises up. Shoulders drop, and then it goes. The breath, right? Yeah. We don't, we don't value our breath because we don't see our breath. In our society, we like screens. We, we're like, <laughs> there's an addiction to screens, man. I'm being very honest. Like, if it's on a screen, people believe it. If it's true enough, if it's on a screen, it has to be true. So that's another part about, you know, look at a screen, dopamine gets activated, you're taken off. But if you keep your breath in most circumstances, you'll be very, very, very relaxed. So simple exercises become more aware of your breathing, but don't force your breathing. Now, I'm going to say this not in a good or bad way either. I'm not a yoga guy per se. I'm like, hey, I got to do yoga. Because I'm more like a cheetah than I am, say, a gazelle. What does that mean? I'm more of a sprinter than more of a distance guy. I'm uh -huh. a power guy. So at my age, I can still play basketball because it's all about fast twitch muscle fibers. That's who I am. I'm a fast twitch guy. And if I keep my breath in that flow, I'll have more power to access when I'm training. But if I'm in a hurry, I gotta do this, gotta do that, gotta do whatever. It's like if you're always, here's a great one. So let's take that breathing thing we just talked about. Get more aware of your breathing. And then you're gonna laugh at this one. Try to be 15 minutes early for everything that you do. Ah, uh, yeah. If you're 15 minutes early, then it gives you time to do your breathing. Right. And if you're early, you're not chasing time. If you're always chasing time, always looking at your watch, gotta be somewhere, whatever. People like adrenaline, they get caught up into it. Gotta go, gotta go, I'm in a hurry, oh, I'm late, gotta be there, whatever. No, you're losing your vitality. You're giving away for free. You're giving it. You're giving it out, man. Underplan. Don't overplan. Don't you know? I'm booked. Solid. No, have a little time for you. Yeah. Breathing. Breathing is the best nurture. And last my check, it's free. Yes. <laughs> Can you remind us again? You said that you do the one nostril breath. Uh, can you tell us again how to do that? How frequently? Yeah. So basically, you just hold your right nostril. Close your mouth, it creates a pump. Breathe through your left nostril, in and out, just through your left nostril. In and out, five minutes, five times a day. Do it before you go to bed and when you wake up. Five minutes, five times a day. Note how your body moves and or feels as you're doing that. Don't be doing it at the same time looking at yourself and looking at a screen. Yeah. Put that down and notice what you actually feel and experience within you. It, it's giving you an opportunity to get in touch with you. Versus like touching other things and being taken out. I, I really, that is such a simple thing. We can all, you know, we can all spend a couple of minutes. We can, we can all afford five minutes. Well, it's five almost too simple. It's so simple people don't do it. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, I'm noticing that you're still sipping on that elixir, that, uh, that concoction that you made us. Should oh. I have not have drank mine so fast? Oh, no, I've been a little busy. <laughs> right. I've been cruising around. Yeah, I can, I, yeah. Sticking needles in people. Um, speaking of which... Think of the needle, though, like an antenna. Yeah. So people have this idea that acupuncture is just for pain. Pain is just one thing can help with, but it's, it's more to help nurture your body. So the reason why I really got into this, I had an uh, advisor way back in college. He goes, Robert, you shouldn't go the traditional medical route. Like, like why shouldn't I, Dr. Morris? I was, well, he goes, you're all about health. That's not about health. Everybody looking at disease over there. He goes, you got to think about or tune into something that like deals with vitality. And he goes, why don't we do an independent study how people have healed throughout time? And I'm like, well, I'm a young kid going, what? What do you mean, Dr. Morris? No, we're going to do this thing on time. He used to 
great gentleman. He was a he was a Baptist minister before he got his PhD in biology. Wow! So when he would give lectures, it was like a sermon. You were just like you're like we're just gonna go see this guy put the show on, yeah. learn about biology, man. You're just like wow. <laughs> so he's like Robert. He goes, we're gonna do this independent study, and he goes, we're gonna look at how people have healed throughout time. And he goes, just remember this. Just because science can't prove it doesn't mean that science is a religion. Things still exist that still work that don't fit into that paradigm. Maybe the paradigm just hasn't discovered it yet. That always stuck with me. Yeah. So I was kind of like, wow. So we studied, you know, how people healed in ancient times, Native Americans. And he goes, hey, he goes, uh, I think those people were more healthy than we were. I think that's clear. Right? I, went, I went, wow. So all this medical technology, not that it's good nor bad, it's how you use it, but it can give you false readings on things, not you. I'm more concerned about you than things. Right. Yeah. Well, on that note, you and I talked before I hit the record button again, and you're gonna, we're gonna do a session. Yep, do a quick treatment so you can experience, and I'll kind of go through what I'm thinking in my mind as I'm kind of doing things with you. Okay. So I'm sitting, I'm sitting here with, uh, uh, I'm sitting in a, you know, probably what's a thousand dollar anti gravity chair in your, in your back office. Uh, probably more than that, but who cares? <laughs> I got my shoes and socks off. I just snagged these obelisks that I pointed to a little bit earlier. Um, I just was drawn to them, and so I, I just grabbed them, and I've kind of been holding them. And No, free flow, man. You're just... Yeah. Always yeah. trust your innate response to things. Don't... So a lot of people chew on thoughts. I have a thought. Should I do it? Should I not do it? Trust your gut instinct, man. Yeah. It's there for a reason. Yeah. So these are, these are probably 10 or 15-pound, 18-inch uh, obelisks. They're six-sided... Dragonite? Dragontite? Uh, what is it? Uh, Merlinite! Is it Merlinite? Yeah, but there's different names for this. So it might be Gabriel, Gabriel too. There's different Gabriel. forms. Yeah. That comes from Madagascar. It's beautiful. It's it's like purple and black and speckled. It sort of looks a little bit like granite. So I'm going to move this computer back that we're recording on. And then I'll just, you just, I've got, I'm also wearing my natural stacks, uh, blue blocking glasses. I'm going to take those puppies off and I will move the chair up. Okay, so anytime I meet somebody, is there anything that you'd like to kind of like tune into, enhance yourself with? You don't have to have an issue to come see me. Sure. My whole deal is like, say you're like, you know, life's normal. I want to make your life great. Yeah. I want you to hang out in that realm where you're kind of like, wow. And for me, that's a peak experience like an athlete. Yeah. I Everybody can live that way. Okay, yeah. so when a person comes in, I first look at their body. Kind of look at their face. Uh, I'm also a facial reader. I've trained that way. So mm. I don't tell all these people these things. I'm just kind of like getting a sense of you. But I'm always looking at your blueprint. Like, hey, what's this, what's this person's blueprint? So I'm going to feel your pulses and have you stick out your tongue. Let's have you stick out your tongue. Okay. Thank you, sir. So is it okay to express what I saw in your tongue? Please. Okay. So your tongue has a red tip, so you tend to think a lot. You have a lot of thoughts that need to kind of move through you. One more time with your tongue, please. Okay, thank you. Make sure you chew your food thoroughly. Okay. That's what the tongue shows. And the tongue is a whole diagnostic piece in itself. Very fascinating. Yeah. And so I also did some time in Japan with these blind acupuncturists. So when I first met them, they would blindfold me for a little bit. And I'd have to, like, decipher, like, on the skin, is, like, is this a rotten apple? Is this a... Uh... The other deep one was find the cotton ball on the leaf. 
So that gave me like a six and seven sense of just feeling, of just tactile sense. So I'm feeling pulses. There's 32 different qualities of pulses. A pulse could be wiry, thin, minute, and it's not just beats per minute. And that pulse taking took about 10 years to kind of get good, good at. Sure. So you're a little fired up here, bro. I think you're, you're excited. You got a little bit of mojo flowing through you in a I good do. way. I do. So this is also very interesting. What people think are like acupuncture points are actually live energetic centers in the body. Why it's hard to study this stuff is when people pass, die, the energy goes away, so it's no longer there. Sure. Can't study a cadaver for you got it, energetic man. flow. So we're going to start here with our first point. Know, know what you experienced. Sir. Yeah, so so Dr. Bob is putting a, he's got a needle in my right think, foot. Think of the needle like an antenna. What's it look it's like? It's got an antenna. What's it look like? It looks like antennas. <laughs> On the top of my right foot and then the top of my left foot, the needles have a red covering around them. And immediately, my legs feel heavier. Um, sinking. Whoa. Hello. Whoa. You just put one in my left. Whoa. I'm not trying to get you, but I can feel that energy. Did you feel that flow go through you? Yes, I did. Poof. You put... One in my, you put put another one in my left hand, um, right in like the sort of meaty part when you're test, you know, whatever yes. that's called, the web. In ancient times, called the tiger's mouth. <sighs> Is the tiger's mouth open or closed? Uh, the, it was a sign of things. It, I, I'm I'm feeling, um, I'm feeling a a flurry of stuff happening now in both of my hands. What's the stuff feel like? So. For me, I'll take that stuff when someone sees me. I'll be like, "Okay, what does that stuff feel like? Is right. it hot, cold, moving, not moving? You tell me." It's um, we're having a live energetic interaction now right. with you, those needles slash antenna. What's your body mostly made up of, up of? Water. Right. We got some flow going. Yeah, they. It. I can. It, it's a. It, it feels like now it's moving. It's flowing from my hands toward my elbows. What's moving? Um, energy is okay. Moving. No, that's a very unique thing to say because a lot of people seem to be like come in the room. They'll be like, "Hey, I felt this thing, man." Yeah. I'll be like, "What thing are you talking about?" Yeah, like I felt this thing in my body. No, I'm like, that's you and your energy field linking up. Yeah, the I was not expecting to feel. I've done acupuncture a couple of times, and I usually don't feel any sort of like concentration of energy in in any in any. No. And the so, second that these made these into my hands, it felt like a. Here's a deep one. Remember, I studied in Japan with those guys, so I'm trying to find the live point. I'm feeling live energy that when I tap into it, it's gonna do something. Doesn't yeah. mean doesn't mean you have to have the phenomenon. I'm not a phenomenon. Like, oh my gosh, I felt this energy flow through me and blah blah blah. I'm gonna curious. Like, felt the energy. What is it doing with you? But I'm, that's a live point, right? Oh, it's, it's... And when it's live, it's you have a currency going through you. Yeah. Yeah. At a certain point, you're going to be so relaxed, you're not going to talk anymore. I'm just already telling you what's going to happen. So now you're through my shirt into my clavicle, my traps almost, my left, and now on my right. And now I'm feeling like a, like a, I'm now twitching. My hands are twitching. And I'm feeling um, a, like a distinct heaviness, like a, almost like a paralysis. Note the heaviness. Yeah. It's like your tissue. If I had my like thumb and uh, forefinger together, it's like they're expanding. They're opening up. Yeah. That's your tissue expanding. 
So one of my criteria to work with like professional athletes, they'll be like, dude, I'll be like, what? Everyone feels taller. Ah. Now what that's doing, it's actually creating some of those, it's getting rid of some of those micro tensions you have, just poof, it goes away. Yeah. But then we have to teach breathing to keep that there. Right. And I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, well, I'm focusing on breathing down at the bottom of my lungs. You just let go. You don't have to, you just be free flow. Don't, don't try to do anything. Just be in it. Okay. You've. You might be itchy Whoa, too. I just itched my chin. Histamine. You got stuff moving. Yeah, and I felt it in my. As soon as I moved my hand, it was like a, you know, an awareness. A little. I mean, not it didn't hurt, but it felt felt something. Okay, check out this one. I want you to take three deep breaths. Note that breath. I'm not going to hurt you, okay? I'm going to do two quick things. <laughs> Breathe again. Feel that space? Coming back again. Breathe again, please. One more time. Breathe again. What do you notice? I feel like an expansion in my uh, in my in my rib cage. I feel like a connection between my the middle part of my chest and the top of my head. Okay, two quick things. Your face is completely relaxing, and your voice has gotten deeper. Read again for me, please. I'm not gonna do what I just did. Just note that. I just went into certain energy points with my hands. I just released things. And what that means to you guys listening is that you poked me on both sides of my rib cage simultaneously. And then rubbed with your knuckles right on my, right no. on my chest plate. So just note, no knuckles. It was just skill with my fingers. My, my fingers will tent, will feel energy. And I have needles now. Um, Tell me what that did for your breathing. Top of my quads. It relaxed it. It deepened it. And now I have one on my hairline. Right in the middle of my forehead. So how about we keep this in for seven minutes. We usually go about 12 to 20. And I also go back and I monitor your pulse. I go, okay, how's your pulse now? Because we're in an interactive system. And your body now will show me its true pulse. Maybe before it wasn't your true pulse because you weren't relaxed. So we don't know what that true pulse really is. I feel a, sort of like a calm uh, vitality. That's a deep one. So there's an interesting one that people kind of don't don't see or hear much. So most people, you know, you're going to see an acupuncturist. I'm doing what I'm doing. You're playing on a table. I can treat people in functional movement patterns where they get stronger when they train, lift, perform. That's what people understand. That's kind of like the X factor. When I show up, people are like, oh, we didn't know that. Yeah, it's like this. Um, it's it's almost like uh, after like a sauna or after a meditation. It's like this um, calm confidence. So I'm going to say that's creating a flow in you after yeah. reading your pulse in your tongue that is kind of like defragging you in a certain way, sure. using a computer term. I'm not a computer guy, just note that. Actually, I don't like computers. It zaps away your uh, energy and affects your adrenals. That's a story for another day, though. Yeah. What this is doing, though, it's 
nurturing you. Feel that expansion of your tissues, you scrub, where you're kind of getting like heavy. You're more in the chair, right? I'm for sure, yeah. You're, you're creating more space in your tissue. So what do we know when people get older? They shrink, right? Yeah. No one knows exactly why they shrink. I'm saying you don't have to shrink. Maybe we slow it down a long, 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 long time. And now my left, my left forearm's twitching. My right tricep is twitching, and there is this spot sort of on my chin that is just tingling. And, and if I were in the float tank, I would leave it alone. But I'm just curious about it, so I'm itching it. You know. I'm... Well, no, you're itching an energy field of your own body. Yeah. That's being activated for a particular reason. Right. What's what's going on? Up oh, there, my foot twitches big time. What's what what's going on with the front of my chin? It's clearing stuff. You've been working a little bit too hard, my man. I'm gonna I'm just gonna add something to this whole equation, okay? So okay. just keep your eyes closed. I'm gonna add something. You tell me what you feel. Okay. And I'll tell you what I'm doing in a little bit. I want you to open your eyes, but don't tell our listeners what I'm doing yet. So open your eyes, see what I'm doing, okay? And know what you're feeling, okay? Okay, then I'm gonna, what I'm doing, I'm gonna go away from that and notice what you feel. sweating and I feel like my temperature has dropped not in a not because I'm cold but just like a lot of times people's thermostat gets reset yeah it's like hormones get moved around it's trying to make you more how you should be not that you're on or off this is a deep thing with when you have needles slash antenna in you your whole system is trying to kind of like nurture itself make itself kind of more efficient yeah we should have a picture before and after of your face, man. Because you're like... <laughs> I'm sure our listeners can hear your voice kind of... There's a deeper, deeper bass to it. Yeah. So I went into um, my... Just sort of a meditative breath, you know? Um, my, I was joking, say, no, I don't know, but tell me. <laughs> People are like, you know? I know, I don't know. Uh, well, you know. You know what it's like when I meditate. Everybody's unique, man. Come on now, brother. What are we talking about? Like your. So. So I came in the room. I asked you what you kind of experienced. Yeah, my my experience was one of sort of waves of. Um, tingling throughout my body. Some like body paralysis. I also had this, um, um engagement with a purple and blue mandala that presented itself and what I've learned is not to get too excited about stuff like that is to just sort of let it be uh, collaborate with it integrate with it if you can and that was unexpected um, so a lot of times people have experiences where it's like they're their system kind of like lets go and they kind of have like it's very common people like hey i saw this like blue light or i had these thoughts 
it's like your body's defragging, but it's also like your own virtual environment that you're tapping, tuning back in with versus your external awareness. So 80% of your senses are through your vision. 80% is taken up by your vision. So you close your eyes, it puts you into an alpha state automatically. So you go into that state and you do that with the needles and you use an antenna, it creates a flow. And then it also tells me your level of consciousness. It's like, where are you at? Like, what's going on? And also note, like, you felt, like if I had a picture of you, your face is really relaxed. You're just kind of like, you've been nurtured in a weird way. Like you're in a womb. No, very serious about this. And that nurturement is part of like a human caring for another human being at a level like, hey, you're in free flow, man. You're in your deal. Yeah. My job is like to kind of like tune you in to that through looking at your tongue, taking your pulses, also going back. We keep monitoring those. So say if your pulse was wiring, all of a sudden it turns like this like slippery pulse. That's more normal. And it tells me everything about you through your pulse. I can, I can treat you through the pulse too. I could just send my energy into the pulses. You would shift. You'd be like, oh, what is that? What, what was my pulse doing? So your pulse in the beginning was very, very wiry. It was kind of like fast. Kind of like a, think of like a violin that was like too tight. And you're playing, it's like. And then when I came back and checked it, it was like, oh, now it's beautiful music. It's just the way it should be. Yeah. What was the, what was the poking on the sides of my rib cage? So that deals with um, this premise of your exterior environment, your outside world, and your interior, and your diaphragm is that gateway. So if you open up the diaphragm in that certain way, everything opens up. And note how your breathing changed. It was just easier. You had more space in you. Note that term, more space in you. That's your space. Why was it given up? A lot of times that space is given up by we're too busy doing stuff, running around, blah, 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 blah. No. Take some deep breaths. Feel how your breathing is. That should that should continue to be with you. Then you're nurturing yourself. And we talked about, you know, like you, you live, you don't have food, water, breathing. Well, now your breathing is tuned in. And then part of your brain goes, oh, I can relax. An interesting one real quick is sometimes people like will exercise a lot, like runners. This is a very interesting concept here. Tell me what your thoughts are, is that when they run a lot, your body can't distinguish if you're actually running from something or if you're just actually running. <laughs> and those endorphins are coming out and you think it's just, oh, is endorphin high? No, your body thinks it's in trouble. Does that go for the same as uh, a pow you know, power clean or swimming long distances? Could be. I wouldn't say for power cleaning, but swimming distances, yes. Yeah. So in an ultra marathon, um, pedaling, biking, swimming... You know. Possibly, but again, it depends on your level of consciousness or how long you've been doing it. So right. at a certain level, it could be a meditative state. Right. But for most people who go out and run, though, they're, you know, what is my time? I've got to do this, got to do that, got to do this. Why don't you just go out and enjoy your run? Right, right. Rather than just pushing for time and trying to do your personal best. What time, man? What does it matter? Oh, well, time today. No, I'd be more curious, how do you feel? Right. How did you feel running? Oh, today I had some bounce, man. I felt great. And that's really what your specialty is, right? Your your specialty, your focus, you've chosen this, your life path is about the inner environment. It's about inner energy. Going back to, though, Maslow's take of his concepts of being self-actualized, okay, or being... But he would say self-actualize. It's like yeah, it's like it's like exploration, self-realization, self-actualization is at the top of that pyramid. Yes, but think of this one. How about if we flip the pyramid? That's what I'm into now. We take the pyramid he had, self-actualization. That's the tipping point. Now we're going to something new. 
That's where we went. Going deeper. Yeah, we got out of those other ones. Safety needs. If you're at a certain level of life, life is good. You can go into deeper levels. So I'm saying, like, we had the pyramid. And I'm drawing up on the board here real quick a little picture. Like, here's that pyramid just like this. Say so he's like that. Well, I'm doing this. I'm creating a new one. It's uh, inverted. Yeah. yeah. Where are we going, man? So Bob's drawing now a... Um, a a pyramid stack of pyramids almost like an hourglass where the 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 pyramid is pointing upward on the bottom and then there's another one above it pointing down yeah self-actualization so, so, you get, so you get to that that's like the zone we can do a whole podcast in just the zone man. yeah i can tap into people's energy points and change their brainwaves it'll put you into a zone so that's what i'm saying when you're self-actualized what are the next steps or the next, what's the next hierarchy at a higher level of consciousness? Mm-hmm. Maslow just went like, hey, you're self-actualized, you're in it. So I say to myself, why can't you always be there? And then when you're in that, where does it take us? Do I have a sensory auditory change? Do I see better? Do I see mandalas come up? That's all you, man. Everybody's unique and it's not weird. We just don't talk about it. That you're. That's right. You're totally right. For for this audience who is um, highly educated, interested, dialed in, obviously like yeah, those are my people. Concerned man. with nutrition, like very, very. They're optimized. It's the optimal performance podcast. They they take supplements. They work out hard. I'm sure that they have deep love in their life. This stuff. What we're talking about now. Your your mastery. Your specialty is still and I don't even want to say the word woo woo but it's still it's still out there for people and it's and and it's not it's not out there hold it's on just... it's actually in there but people always say it's out there I tell people I feel like I'm out of it and I say no you're so far in you don't even know you're so yeah, far in you're out it's true some of the guys I've worked with the most probably ever is Jamal Crawford he's 37 or 38 when you see the guy people are like Jamal looks like he's 32 he hasn't aged per se but working the most we had a few concepts where we're like He's like, man, he goes, I'm so far in, I'm out. And I go, well, maybe you're so far in, you're out, or you're so far out, you're in. So yeah. it's that same concept of awareness. Right, right. It's, it's, it's this, um, it's, um, it's, it's hermetic, you know, and not to get too out there. That's my other podcast. For those of you listening, it's the Mystic Mac podcast. Um, but real it, quick, though, that's also what we can call the flow state. So there's a whole group of people we can talk about that I've studied the Western way of putting the Eastern into it. Right. We can do that next time, man. We can map it. We can talk about it. We can see it. And people go, oh, now it makes sense. And I go, it's already making sense to you. You just had to educationally make sense to you, but your senses already know. Yeah. Well, it's it's in our DNA. It's 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 in it's inborn. It's we're born with this knowledge. It's it uh, it traces back through the lineage and it goes back to ancient wisdom and hermeticism and Hermes Trismegistus and you know, the, the caduceus, like these sorts of archetypes, this knowledge that we have is inside of us. And that's like you said, the breath, nobody takes the breath, not nobody. The breath is, is not as important in the Western world because we can't see it because we can't. We're always, we're always in a hurry to go nowhere. Right. We're in a hurry to go nowhere, man. Why do we have to be in a hurry to go nowhere? Once you take some deep breaths and are more aware you get into Maslow's states of you're, you're self-actualized. I can just help get people there quicker. But why I like working with athletes at one level, I can treat them and see an immediate yeah. feedback loop. And they'll tell me, dude, this stuff, oh my gosh. I just go, 
yeah, man. Like, and one of my issues might be that I'm just in it so much that it's just normal to me. Right. People are like, dude, why don't you have five You're... books? Why don't you have books out there? And I'm like, <laughs> dude, I'm living it. Why don't you have books? Right. I'm not. That's not me, man. Your your baseline. Your baseline is this, and and for athletes and for high performers, their base. They know their baselines. They know how their body feels, and and when you can tap into another level, when you can go within, when you can activate um, flow states, when you can when you can optimize the sort of energetic output that's when you can see bigger differences and sports are fun so you can you're it's play right so playing just, field no here's a deep one for you where are things grown in a field people get you know we talk about the concept like everything's in a box we don't live in a box people we live in a field of energy but people want to put a box in conscious like well this reminds me of my uh meditation state or my massage no it's a unique experience. Why do I have to take it back to what you think is normal? Yeah. It's part of your limbic brain where your limbic brain wants to make sense of stuff. Right. And you have the amygdala and hippocampus that want to be protectors for you. Right. So it's not a square. Hey, we don't do circles here, man. Yeah. That's a circle. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, a circle. No, hey, we only do squares here. Yeah, right. So you bring that curveball in, all of a sudden, though, you can upgrade and get into deeper levels of consciousness. Yeah. That's what's fun about it, man. I mean, isn't it great that we smile and have fun? Yeah. Yeah. If you look at people when they came in and when they leave, I guarantee you everybody's smiling there, poof, in yeah. a different level of awareness. So to take this thing home, Dr. Bob, before we meet up again for the next episode, um, how we talked about the breath, you know, we talked about the, um, um, you've given us some tools today. So what, what other things can people do to tap into their flow state? Like what, what should people should people get move, interested in? Move differently. Move differently. Move differently. Walk around a little bit with your eyes closed. Know what you're walking though, but cause your senses to be different. We get so used to our same patterns. Be 15 minutes early to what you're going to. Drive to work differently. Do different patterns. Change your pattern up, and then more things will come to you. Mm. Stay in your same pattern. You know, people are like, you know, I'm like, I'm in my deal. I'm like, well, you're the same deal you were 10 weeks ago. Yeah. You're not in the same deal. You just think you are. Right. You're tricking yourself, man. So change your patterns. My big thing is, could be a concept is like, if you're in a rut, how do you get out of the rut? And our society loves ruts, man. We don't, we don't know how to get out of ruts. Vacation. That's what people do. They, 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 they take vacations, There's a deep right? point. You know, people, I get calls. Man, why am I so sick on their vacations? Because their body is slowed down to relax, to allow the toxins to come out of them. Yeah. It's a deep concept. For sure. Finally, I'm able to, to, to relax my body and my brain and my spirit enough, hopefully at a beach or someplace that's nice weather. And then now it's like, okay, now I can relax and all the stuff that's been building up that I've been suppressing is now coming forth. Yeah. And also note, when you're at a beach, there's a deeper concept we can talk about of negative ions. So oh, yeah. If you're around a waterfall, if you're around a beach, those negative ions are going to help your body clear yourself out so that you're more fine-tuned. Totally. But my deal, though, is that people always want to go physical. Note how your relationship is with yourself. How's my mind? How am I tuned in? Yeah. If I get mad at myself, I'm, I laugh at myself and go, why would I ever have a thought about that? Yeah. People live that way. Right. People, man. So how can people How can people get a hold of you? Where can they Where can they find you? Um, I'm going to read this. I'm going to read this. I'm going to read this quote from... Uh, Jeremy Taiwo, decathlete, uh, who's actually local here. When Dr. Bob asked me how I felt at practice after working together, I told him, quote, I believe I was running the fastest I've ever run. He said, quote, okay, but tell me more. Tell me what it felt like, quote. I said, quote, I've never felt my body move like that. 
I could tell I was going faster than I have ever gone because of how the wind felt on me. <laughs> it sounded different in my ears, and I was inside. This has been such an exciting chapter in my life. Thank you, Dr. Bob, for your belief and your energy. Nice. Up on, up on top's the yeah. website. It's can... energeticsportslab.com. You're not going to find him on Instagram. Uh, this is the best place to get in touch with him, the best place to get a hold of him. You know, if you've got, um, if you're a coach, if you're involved in sports teams, or you want to get some cutting edge and also ancient wisdom and some practice from, from, from a true modern master, Dr. Bob, you are. Um, hey, I'm just a normal guy having fun, man. <laughs> reach out, reach out to Dr. Bob. Dr. Bob, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. It was awesome. One more thing before you guys take off. I really appreciate you listening. Thank you so much for tuning into the OPP. You know, it's been uh, it's been 10 episodes since I took over for Ryan Muncie, and it is such a joy. I, I am a giant fan of this podcast and have been for a couple of years, and it's just a huge honor for me to take the baton and continue to give you amazing content, a wider range of topics that will help you live the most optimal life you can possibly live. Also, please share this episode. If this, if you dig this stuff and you think this is cool, tell your friends, point them in the direction of this podcast because I'm going to keep coming with the hits every week. Every Tuesday, you're going to have some new information from me and it really helps spread the word. Also, if you haven't left us a review yet, if you're a regular listener, thank you so much. Please just go to iTunes, spend the one minute to write a quick review with five stars and, uh, and share this love because that's how this thing grows. Also, use that MAC15 promo code to get 15% off your first online purchase at naturalstacks.com. Check out the natural protein, the whey the collagen protein. And also, me personally, I have another podcast. I have another podcast called The Mystic Mac Podcast. There's only six episodes, but it's a building. And this is my forte. This is psychedelics, spirituality, meditation, altered states of consciousness, all the other cool stuff that I like to do. I'm a coach, and uh, you can find me on Instagram, The Mystic Mac. Uh, if you dig this stuff and you like my style, please let me know. Email me, Sean, S-E-A-N, at naturalstacks.com. I'd love to get to know some of you guys that are regular listeners. And I look forward to touching base with all of you. Until next week, my friends.